today on The Good, The Bad, The Family. Join me today as I do a quick check-in and talk a little bit about how we can shift our priorities and redefine success during the pandemic. You're listening to The Good, The Bad, The Family. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I am really excited to be back recording. I have the house quiet to myself, which is a major factor as to why I haven't been able to record, but also a big inspiration as to the topic I wanted to discuss today, um, which is really about kind of redefining success and shifting our priorities during the pandemic. For me, it has been challenging, but I also recognize that um, I have a lot to be grateful for and I have a lot going right and going well. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have a job. My husband has a job and we've all been healthy and safe during the pandemic. Um, But I think for me, it's sort of these really personal, emotional challenges that I've been struggling with and trying to seek out solutions and being creative in those solutions. And one thing that came up for me today, I was in a training for my work and we were talking about redefining success to help parents during the pandemic. And for me, this could not be any further from the truth, especially like just specifically talking about this podcast. I haven't recorded a podcast, I think in two months or maybe even more. And for me, it really, things got heavy when school came back into session And we chose to homeschool our kids using a a homeschool curriculum, avoiding the virtual schooling. And it's been going so well, but it takes up a huge part of my day. And then it's a pandemic. Kids aren't in school. There's not childcare options. And so I am home during the day with them. And then I work in the evenings and on weekends. So there hasn't been time to record a podcast. And I was feeling really guilty about that. I was feeling like I wasn't taking care of myself by doing the things I love to do. And I was sort of leaving myself behind. But then I was like, no, 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 get out of your head, girl. Just stop being so crazy. You are doing a lot for your family and kind of reframing how I was approaching my narrative about the pandemic and what I'm capable of doing in the pandemic. And then I was like, you know what? The kids are with my parents. I just did this meeting at work. I'm feeling super inspired, super motivated. I'm just going to get on, record something. I don't really know where it's going. I didn't plan. I didn't prep. I didn't research. I'm just on here talking. And I'm like smiling as I'm saying this because it feels so good. I, I had this idea that every podcast had to be so put together, so thoughtful. And that's just not the truth. I am doing this for myself as a place to like, talk and vocalize and bring guests in and inspire happiness and the truth and processing and that all that takes me just to get on here and do it. And so I'm really having to redefine what success means and also readjust my priorities. I think for me, my family has always been my number one priority, my kids, my marriage, but it's hard when you need to take care of yourself in the middle of all of this. But I think, too, like redefining what priorities are for my family. 
um, as the mother of three children and the wife to an amazing husband, what do I prioritize in those relationships? And what do I expect from my family? What do I expect my family life to be like? What do I expect my children to behave like? Um, and I think that it's worth having a discussion with yourself, with your spouse, with your partner, with, um, you know, your children's other parent, if you're co-parenting, what are your expectations right now? Are you expecting your kid to sit at the computer all day and just be totally non-movement focused on the computer, on their teacher, on whatever they're supposed to be doing in school? Or do you have expectations that are maybe a little more realistic? Like they're going to be tired of staring at the screen. They're not going to want to participate. And then even kind of going beyond, like I'm having emotional struggles. I probably should expect my children to have emotional struggles. And so when they're struggling emotionally, am I empathizing with them or am I shutting them down because I have too much to carry? I don't want to carry that too. And I think one thing we talked about in our group training today was the idea of being transparent. And um, as therapists, you know, we talk about transparency with clients and self-disclosure and when it's appropriate or ethical. And, and I think th the same conversation has to be said about parents and families. When are we being transparent with our kids about how hard it is right now? When are we being transparent with other adults in our kid's life about what they can expect from our kids? I know for me, you know, we went to a pumpkin patch last weekend and we all talked in the car about what was appropriate, what was not, masks on all the time, no going on slides or jumpy places. We were there to take in the pumpkin patch, pick out some pumpkins, and just enjoy being outside in nature. We were totally overwhelmed by the amount of people, and my nine-year-old verbalized it. So healthy, so normal in our house, but my parents were with us, and they were like, what? No, you need to get over it. This is great. Have fun. You need to have fun. Take advantage of being here. And I wasn't surprised that they reacted that way because I think their intentions are good and they wanted the kids to have a good time. But it was hard because I had to be really transparent with my parents. Um, that's not how we are choosing to approach this situation. He's expressing he's scared because there's a lot of people here compared to just our normal day of the three kids and me. And it's a lot for him. So we're going to let him express that and we're going to address it and help him feel validated that it's overwhelming. And I think it's like talking like that to people doesn't feel always normal or natural. And so it was shocking. And um, I think it took a little bit for my parents to acclimate to that experience at the pumpkin patch. But we adjusted our expectations that we weren't going to get to experience the full thing. And that we were going to enjoy the parts that we did get to experience. And it really helped us to have a good time. Um, and we all left feeling really happy and everyone, you know, was really happy. But ultimately, like, we don't force our kids to do things that make them uncomfortable. And I think during the pandemic, we really have to address that sometimes for our family, things are going to be uncomfortable. Some things we have to do even if we're uncomfortable, right? Like getting shots, that's something that we need to do. Um, or having hard conversations or telling the truth. It can be hard and uncomfortable, but we do it. But then like we have to kind of figure out like where are the things that we don't have to do that make us uncomfortable? And um, 
that's deeply personal to everyone's own experience, but it's something that's worth talking about and something that's worth thinking about. And I think from that conversation can come that reprioritizing, reprioritizing what's important. And something um, someone at my work said that really struck to me was this idea of creating temporary values, right? We have our morals. We know right from wrong. We talk about what's good, what's bad. But this idea of like what we value right now, for some families, it looks drastically different than it did before the pandemic hit. And um, I really think that that's something to think about, that like we can create something that's temporary, knowing that this will go away. And for some of us, it's changing our lives forever. There are some people who are losing their homes, losing their minds. It's hard. I think this is really the time before it gets to be full on crisis mode. You figure out what's the most important thing to you and then let all your decisions come from that. Before we part ways, I just wanted to say thanks for listening. If you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you can find me at MFT, or email me a story about your family. And you can do that by emailing contact at AnnaliseLuceroMFT.com. Thanks, and see you next time. Hey, I'm a trained and licensed marriage and family therapist, but this podcast is not a substitute for therapeutic advice. If you need help finding a therapist, visit psychologytoday.com.